And now, it's time for part three of In the Moment. Now, I'm not sure where you're going with this story. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just know that I disagree with your take. On them firing off on the 12-year-old? Yes. Katie, they can't do that. Why not? She's 12. So? That She's 12. She's a preteen. You are grown. You old enough. We are in this world where people are firing off and they've made it cool to be someone who bashes someone else for simply trying to do something great. Which, as adults, we've had to accept this bullshit. When in reality, it ain't all right. It ain't okay to just sit online and just roast other people. So these people at the Razzies are doing that in real form, right? You won't give Holly Berry an award that says she's trash? Who are you? Which, she's an adult. We mm-hmm. have to eat that. Mm-hmm. She's 12. How you do that to a 12-year-old? First of all, this is the problem here. Y'all are taking the Razzies seriously. Okay. Since when have we given a fuck about the Razzies? Since when? So much so that didn't Holly Berry go and accept that Razzie as a joke? She Hasn't did. the Razzies nominated point. someone for a Razzie that has also won an Oscar for that same role? Who takes them serious? They're, it's like a parody thing to me. So I'm not going to take them serious if they say that a 12-year-old is not a good actress because that's up to them. It's like Rotten Tomatoes. We don't take Rotten Tomatoes all the way seriously. Right. They can say that a movie was 50% in their views and everyone else is like, nah, that was a 92% rating. Right. right. We shouldn't be taking it serious. Now, for a 12-year-old, I get it. It's like, oh, my gosh. Think of the children. All right? <laughs> now, maybe maybe if it was a 6-year-old, yes. But 12? When I was 12, I was getting bullied in school. Like, you know, we go through these things. I okay. feel like that's a part of growth. Not mm-hmm. to say that it's needed, but I also feel like it builds character. So if you've raised your child right, then you've raised your child that say, hey, you're a new actress. You're going into this field. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to think that what you're doing is great. Not everyone's going to appreciate the work you do. But as long as you stay true to you, who gives a fuck if a, a Razzie nominated you for this award? Think of it as now they put you on a map because now people are going to be watching you and seeing how your career develops. That's true. You know? Yeah. So that's how I see it. Because it's not going to get easier, especially in Hollywood. She's going to have critics like that on her ass. But that shouldn't get her down. Okay, so I don't think you're wrong. I just think you're incomplete. In your take. Here's why I feel that way. You are right about, yes, it's going to happen. And I'm going to keep it a buck. There's a part of me in situations like this that feel like, all right, if you 12 and you in something with Zac Efron and you popping and you about to have this whole Hollywood career, hey, this ain't really that much of a problem to have, right? Because Mm -hmm. of some of the problems that a lot of us had at 12. At the same time, I understand that part. And you write about that part. And she is going to have to learn at some point. It is a part of life, right? I guess a part of me can't help but just look at the fact of this is how bad it really has got to where we already think it's cool for some reason to just sit online and talk shit about people, period. Which I think is corny, period. I don't care about the age. To have a Razzies, period. is There should be a Razzies for the Razzies. You're an award show that gives out bad awards to people who are trying to do amazing things. But what do you really do? And to me, it just kind of has the same exact feel of people who be online 
being the other person. And when I say the other person, I mean typically there's two types of people in life. There's the person that's out here trying to do something good. Even if they suck at it, they're trying. And then there's the people that are going to sit behind and not try to do shit, but tell them that they're wrong or tell them that they're trash. It's hard for me to get behind the concept of supporting that person in any situation. And when you do it to a 12-year-old, where are we as a society? Um, the same place we already would have been in. And here's why. Okay. Think about if this was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, if they did this, no one would have given a fuck because no one was really talking about the Razzies. No one gave energy to the Razzies. It would have gone under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, I don't even know, within the last four years, people have started mentioning the Razzies more when it does come out. People have started feeding into it. So you feed into it, you're giving the Razzies. If Berry goes and get an award, that's going to help. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So you're feeding into it. So now you're giving them value. Yeah. Before they didn't have value, so it wouldn't have mattered then. But now we've given them value. Same shit we now, did to the Grammys and all right. that other. Yeah. So now that we're giving value, now we're getting mad about the shit they, they were doing. But that's because we gave them value. So years ago, if we didn't give them value, it wouldn't have mattered. But because we gave them value, now we have to make a stance against it. Mm-hmm. Which now, of course, they you know took it back and was like, okay, we sorry. Which is bullshit. That's irrelevant. Right. Right. You you sorry because of the backlash, not because of the fact that you might have actually hurt the feelings and career of a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. But the thing is, I think the problem is, is that we're feeding into this stuff, so we're giving this negativity value because we are paying attention to the negativity. Okay. So you do realize in theory what you're saying is, and I'm not mad if you are saying it, it's similar to, I guess, when the Grammys decide, hey, we're not going to really support black people, what they're doing is not necessarily wrong, but the fact that we're showing up to support it is the part that should be addressed. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. I do. And the only flaw that I can pinpoint in your perspective of it is what if that's your daughter? Right? What if your daughter comes home Mm -hmm. and to you, your daughter has accomplished something that's amazing? Right. She out here popping. She's shining. You can see the future. You see that this is about to jump for her. You see she about to get rolls mm-hmm. now. This is life. Baby girl, don't worry about it. You see all of that because of the experience you have. Right. But when your daughter comes in crying, I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's devastated because how did I get a Razzie? I, this is the best accomplishment I, I thought I ever had. She's 12. You got to remember this. She's 12. She don't know how to compartmentalize that. Maybe in her mind, like, this was the best moment of my life. She may not have a better moment. Mm-hmm. And you take it from her mm-hmm. by telling the entire world or telling her in front of the entire world, you're a piece of shit. That was garbage. Try again. At 12, you don't see nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not saying I don't see anything wrong with it. But if she comes home for that, right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and go and attack the Razzies because someone's going always going to come after my daughter for whatever it is. So that's my moment as a parent to talk to her one-on-one and make her feel special and tell her why she is doing what, she, what she's doing is special mm-hmm. and that in life, she's going to come across that. She's going to come across the good and the bad. And it's going to suck and it's going to hurt and it's going to sting. It's like when people go out here and they keep trying out for auditions and they hear those no's and no's and no's because no one's believing you. That's going to hurt. It's going to sting. Yeah, I've been there. That's but true. it's a part of the world. So it's what you do with that, what you take with that. Are you going to let that motivate you? To keep doing and pushing forward in your career? Or are you just going to be upset and say, fuck the Razzies and be a crybaby about it? I wouldn't say crybaby to her. She's 12. Right. But, you know, right. that's, a, that's a teaching lesson as a parent. Okay. I respect it. I'm not mad at your perspective at all. All right. So, well, that's not where I was going with it. 
But I'm glad that we got to get both perspectives of it off. But where I was going, which I think now lends more to your debate, is, hey, I'm going to be honest. I don't care what age you are. I'm here to tell you right now. If you are in a 2B movie, ass shit is ass. You going to go tell a 12-year-old girl that? Okay, I don't care. Katie, you see them 2B movies? Yo. Yo, I'm just horrible. Wait. Did you see the one where the girl dodged the bullets? Yes. <laughs> Yo, why do they keep making this shit? Yo, I'm sorry. I don't care if that's your grandma in that movie and your daughter. And if you in a 2B movie, hey, this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't your launch. <laughs> Somebody got to tell you. That's a two-pack of ass. <laughs> Family guy gotta make a joke about it. Yo. Woohoo! All right, y'all. It's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. I got three relationship questions for you, Katie. Tres. That I think are all good. (sighs) I don't know why, but this is starting to become one of my favorite parts of the pod when we talk about relationships because I think it's just very relatable. Mm -hmm. My first relationship question, because I've always wanted to know this. How do you respond to someone saying I miss you when you don't miss them? It's tough, man. Oh. Like, what do you do? Because this is perfect for you. Because you are the most catering to people type of a person. Like, you will not want to hurt a person's feelings. You are a people person. You are empathetic. You care about people's feelings. You care about how what you say affects them. Mm -hmm. So if you get a genuine I miss you text from someone you don't miss, do you lie? Uh, my brain's saying yes. You say I miss you back. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been in that situation, though. I haven't been in the situation where someone's been like, oh, I miss you, that I actually haven't missed right. back. But I think that if someone did say that to me and I didn't feel the same way, depending on, yeah, my re- relationship with that person, I probably would lie. You would lie? Yeah. Hmm. I've... But I would just put miss you. Like, oh, I'm... you don't put the I? No. You I ain't gonna lie, I've done that. I would put I've something that. that wouldn't be the full. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> like I've been in situations where, like, I'll I'll like not put the S, like it's just M I S, uh-huh. and then it's just U. Yeah, the letter like, U. Like not Y O U. Yeah, the letter U. So it's kind of like I never really said it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Mission. like, should you pick up on the hint, right? Yeah. yeah no, it's not the phone. <laughs> no, it's not Apple this time. <laughs> no, it's me. I actually put it like that. You've done that. No, I haven't done it. I'm saying I would. You would. Yeah, because I haven't been in that situation, but I probably would do that. Okay, so I take it up a notch. How do you respond to a breakup text? Have you ever received a breakup text? No. Never in your life? What do you mean? Have you ever been broken up with, period? I've been broken up with, but that was in person. But this is why it's interesting. Not via text. I thought you couldn't get broken up with unless you were in a relationship. No, people can end situationships. Why you ain't tell me this back in the day? I didn't know this, Katie. I only time I ever got like broken up with for real was when I got a breakup text. And it basically came from a young lady who I was supposed to see her the next day. I guess she was lining it up to where she was going to break up with me. Mm -hmm. And I would have never saw it coming because, well, I didn't know we were together. Yeah, see, then that's different. But I got a text that was like, you know, hey, not going anywhere. I was going to tell you this in person. I hate to tell you about it, but, you know, I think we should be done. I didn't know what to do. You're just done with what? 
Should I have said that? Yeah, if you didn't think y'all were in a, a thing, yeah. Because you're like, what you, why, why would you need to send me this text if I'm not in that headspace with you? So it's done, done with what? Like, what you mean type thing? I just, I didn't huh? say anything. I didn't respond at all because I didn't know what to respond. And my mama always told me if you had nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. There you go. That's what I did. Okay, that's that's good. Because I don't know. I don't think I would ever respond to a breakup text, though, to be honest. Or like an email. We get this a lot in radio. People get broken up with. And I always, you know, I thought to myself, well, what would I do? Yeah, I'm not responding to that. To me, honestly, I would think you were a coward. Mm. Why are you breaking text? Yeah. Oh, Why yeah. You breaking up with me on text? Are you kidding me? And you want a response? I'm not like I'm not entertaining that. I would no. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Like, how would you respond to that? Like another text? Okay. Like the letter K too. Yo, if you ever don't give me the O, like why do y'all do y'all do that on purpose? <laughs> yes. If I send the letter K, that is intentional. If I just K, it's your one message, more letter, yo. No. I feel so disrespectful. I'm making a statement. Okay, so it is on purpose. Yes. K. Lowercase or what are we doing? Uppercase. Uppercase if you want. Uppercase K? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then how, yo, how do you respond to the K? If you get the K. Oh, if you get the K, there's no way to respond unless you're trying to pop off and go off and start an argument. Then you got to go crazy. Yeah. So it's a lie is what you're telling me. Every kiss don't begin with K. Nope. Them shits end with K. Yep. Say less. <laughs> Who's next? All right. So there's a thing. Um, What is it called? Body noops? What is it called? The prenups, the body prenups. The bo- it's called body nups. Body nups. That's what we're going to call it. it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about this. Because I do remember there was a young lady who called the, the big show. Uh-huh. And she said that she wanted her husband, I believe, to sign something that said if he didn't want her to work anymore, right? Because mm-hmm. he wanted her to stop working. And she mm-hmm. was a lawyer, I believe, mm-hmm. making great money. It was his decision for her to stop working. Yes. So she said, cool, but if I sign that, then if we get a divorce for any reason under the sun, you got to pay me for 15 years. Right? Mm-hmm. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And then I think he signed it, in which we obviously had a discussion, and there was no clauses there. Right. Right? Like, if what if she cheated? He still got to pay her for 15 years? What if she finds a job? Mm-hmm. He still got to pay her for 15 years? I think the general consensus in this was, all right, that makes sense. Right, because you, he wants that. Did you agree with that? Yeah. That I, absolutely made sense. I wasn't mad at that. Mm-hmm. All right, so there was also a rapper. His name is Bandman Kevo. Bandman Kevo, yes. Mm. And he put his baby mother, Dime, is her name, mm-hmm. on a contract just in case she blows up after they break up and profits off his name. Mm-hmm. He will receive 50% of what she makes. Forever? Katie, how many times I got to tell you I just read the title? Okay. You have to stop doing this. I'm sorry. Okay? I don't. That's, that's it. I'm, 50% of everything you think I'm really she makes. Open oh, my gosh. That's article? crazy. No, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what do you like? <laughs> is there a certain amount of years that you would say okay to that? That makes sense to you? Like, okay, let's look at um, let's look at Joe Button. Okay. He's kind of, I guess, a bit popular for attaching himself to women who were not famous before him, right? Mm-hmm. And then they make a career. Mm-hmm. That's his argument to the case. So some would say, wow, she wouldn't even really be popping like that had it not been for him. So do you think a man in that situation could actually say, justifiably, for the next five years, whatever you make off my name, I need 50% of that? He could, but he's a clown if he does. But you don't think she was a clown? For what? 
for him not wanting her to work. Okay, you said I don't think that who's the clown? Remember the first story? Her or she? I mean, him or she? The first story yeah. was she was getting paid for 15 years because he didn't want her to work. Yeah, he didn't want her to work. Uh huh. But you don't think she a clown for wanting that money? No. But if we take it to a rapper, you think he's a clown for that? He doesn't want her to work. Right. The rapper is trying to make money off of her working. In his mind, though, and again, this is not me. I don't feel this way. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? But in his mind, he feels like once you start to go get these appearances and you start to go to these places that they wouldn't have not even have known who you were. But now you're going and you're getting 10 G's a night. Mm-hmm. That's because of me. I put you on. I put you on, right? Mm-hmm. So if it was a contract, if these were two men, per se, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would have a problem with what he's saying, right? Because it's like, yo, I'm about to put you on as my artist, quote unquote. But I guess because this is a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, this is where it gets tricky. And that's yeah, what the debate that's is, the right? Thing. So you feel like it's different because that's his girl. Yes. So she should be able to profit off of him if they don't work out regardless. He's the jump start. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing is that that dude will be the jump start to whatever her career is, right? Mm-hmm. So once her career starts, yes, I'm saying that technically he could if he wanted to have a contract like that and say yes because i'm the one to jumpstart your career yes i would get that i understand it it's justifiable but i would still look at him sideways because why would you want to do that to her why would you want to get that money you got your own money why can't it just be like i'm helping you babe okay so playing devil's advocate again maybe he's looking at it like who can you trust Right, like this industry is nasty. We live in a world today where people are just jumping from person to person. They're opportunists. They're not necessarily in it for you. So how do you ever really know? So maybe your goal is to protect yourself. So maybe you say, hey, I'm popping. I got 20 million followers on Instagram. You coming in my life saying that you want to only fans, you want to be a model, you want to be an influencer, whatever it is you want to be, cool. But before I put you on my Instagram, even as my girl, because obviously if we do marriages, contracts, whatever, right? But if you're my girl... I put you on a gram. You about to go up. Right? You attractive. Your mm-hmm. body is out. You about to bop, bop, bop. Now, what if the next two, three years you cheat on me? Or what if it don't go right? What if you find out that you in it from, from my money? You're not in it from my, You know what I mean? And he trying to protect himself. And he said, if it do go bad, and you do go out here and get a couple million off your OnlyFans after we break up, I want 50% of that because you mishandled the love and opportunity that I gave you. This is too much. You might as well get married if you're going to have to do all this shit. I, I do agree with that. If you're going to have to go it. through all that, then... What if you want to get married, though? What if you're just a person who got something? You could switch the roles, right? Like, you could switch the genders. It, it could be... That doesn't matter to me, but I'm just trying to paint this picture. Honestly, if it's that case, and I help jumpstart my woman's career, and she's going out here and doing what she does, and our relationship ends for whatever reason... It just dissolves. I personally wouldn't want to have a contract. I don't want what you got. Go yes, I helped you, but cool. Go I would just that. want you out of my life. Go do you. Do you feel like I you would still own. feel that way if you got burned? If you happen to have gotten burned by, let's say, five, six, seven, eight women, whatever the case? Five, six. Why so many? <laughs> Damn. All right. No, 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 okay, I'll tell you why. I get what I'm going to tell you why. Because as a man... A lot of the time, and men don't get to At complain point, often, right? Like, I, I know that, right? I'm, I know like, our feelings don't matter and shit, but I, I know. But sometimes... Your feelings matter. Y'all no, got to stop no, doing no, you that. No, know I don't. Stop. Don't do that. But all I'm saying is a man, a good man, right? Because every time you try that, the women say, well, most men ain't shit. And they're like, all right, okay. You dated a few boys that you thought was men, and now we got to all pay for that. I get it. Well, let's just say it's a good man. Let's just say, right? And he got some money. Mm-hmm. He got something. And he's tried to date... And 
it just didn't go well for mm-hmm. whatever reason. He kind of felt like he was dealing with opportunists. He was dealing with gold diggers, whatever you want to call them. It just didn't go well. So in his mind, he like, damn, yo, I don't know how to pick him. So I realized that every time I do pick him, I got to pay for the dates, right? Because as a woman, you don't really think about this because you don't have to, and that's great. But as a man, you got to pay for the dates. If you go on trips, I got to pay for that. I got to pay for the flights. You paying for a lot of shit mm-hmm. that if this don't work out, it's easy, I guess, to say, oh, man, you just take the L. At some point, you might get tired of taking the L's. You might get tired of paying for all of these things for women that don't deserve it. So maybe now you might actually meet a woman who you believe deserves it, but you ain't sure. So you give her, hey, just for some insurance purposes. If we don't make it two years, sign this contract. What you doing as a woman? You, you won't even let me get it out. Look, you look, you're already disgusted. Wait, I thought I did a good job of presenting that, yo. Oh, my God. I can't even get to the question, man. You did. You did a good oh, job of man. presenting that. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. You did a great job of presenting that. I'm just not the woman to sign that contract. <laughs> All right. I'm not mad at that. But as far as the situation that you was bringing to the table, you had something else that you thought was interesting, right? It was uh, the situation of the, um, okay. the body nups. Yeah. Yes. So what I was so amazed by, and I saw it, is that Ice Tea and Coco have a body nup, basically, that if they split, she has to return her breast and butt implants. I think that's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Like, what's she going to look like? Like what she looked like before she got them. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we back. That's reverse surgery, That's right? That's wild, right? That's wild. Like, yo, give him here. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I mean, he paid for them. Pop him out right now. That man really ice cold. Like, that's... If you say, give me my ass and titties, <laughs> wait. Oh, you can leave. But I tell you what, <laughs> that ass and them titties are staying. <laughs> they mine. Wait, where you going with them titties? Yeah, wait. <laughs> wait. No. Yo, like. Can you imagine that? No. And you know how couples fight all the time, like, mm-hmm. and they don't really mean it? So that probably always come up, right? No, I'm done. Get my ass. <laughs> Here we go. You <laughs> always want your ass back. <laughs> Here. Are you happy now? Here. I'm fine without it. Right? Like, that's. I never thought about that. I thought that was insane. But that then I found out that this is common. So Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo, right? Yep. Did I say last name right? Yep. That's him. They had never a prenup. Never won shit. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. They had a prenup, right? That if she had married him, uh-huh. basically, uh-huh. she couldn't gain more than 135 pounds. She had to be 135 pounds, right? That's insane to me. And if she did gain weight, for every pound, she owed him $500,000. Ain't no way. You serious? Every pound. You serious? Yes. Well, maybe he should have signed that same damn contract for every Super Bowl he didn't win for the Dallas Cowboys, (laughs) because that's how he felt. Hey, nah, I'm mad that Mo is even in his last name. Because What? See, that's not love. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about this love thing. You know me, right? Like we, I'm at this place. That's not love if you tell your significant other, yo, we get married. But if every pound you gain, you owe me money. Nah, that's not love. That's like a level of Pac-Man or some shit. That, yeah. 
Right? Like, what are we doing? That's very controlling, first of all. I've seen that as a red flag. Like, I'm not agreeing to that. Hell no. No, nah, like, I'm not with that. Who the iced tea one, I kind of understand. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, I get it. You got to give me the ass back. But to tell somebody, like, nah, you can't reach this place. Are you kidding me? 500,000. That's why, they, I guess, they didn't get married. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't going to work. That's not the only crazy prenup. There's okay. multiple. Really? All right, so Zuckerberg. Yep. And his prenup, they had to go on a date at least once a week. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And he had to spend a minimum of 100 minutes of alone time with her. 100 minutes? Mm-hmm. That's it? 100 minutes. That's less than two hours. A week outside of his office. So he had to spend, in his prenup, he had to spend two hours a week, mm-hmm. less than two hours a week with and her. And a date. And they had to go on one date? Mm-hmm. That man has some incredible lawyers. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Yep. In his prenup, he cannot cheat or she gets 500000 automatically. I'm okay with that. Right? Yeah, I'm cool with that. That's not bad? Yep. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Married to who? Justin Timberlake, Jessica Bill. She got money too. What happened if she cheat? That's not in their prenup. Oh. It's one-sided. Oh. It's one-sided. Okay. They ain't in sync. Now, did you know that Khloe Kardashian got Lakers tickets from her divorce? What? That was in the prenup. Were they season tickets or something? <laughs> she walked away with $2 million in courtside tickets to all the Laker games. That was in the prenup. With Lamar Odom? Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. All right, yeah. And a new car whenever her lease runs out. I'm not mad at that. That's but not again, bad. what he get? Uh, Well, nothing. Yo, what's up? Why this only one-sided, though? She got money. You talking about women who got money, too. I know. I know. Like, why he didn't get, like, I don't know, like, seats at the next filming for keeping up with the Kardashians or something. Isn't he the one that did her wrong? Yes. And the one who shitted in the bed on a reality show. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a common theme with these prenups because wasn't Justin Timberlake allegedly in a scandal when he was holding homegirl's hand? Man. So, yes, that's true. That's the only thing. That's now, true. one thing that did shock me. Is that, did you know Beyonce gets more money for having kids with Jay-Z? Oh. Allegedly in their prenup. Really? Five million per kid. Wait, 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 what? She get five million dollars just to have a kid? Per kid. Why? I don't know. Like, what's the, we got to figure out the science behind that. She's already rich. So wait, rich people get more money for having kids? Yeah, apparently. And then broke people become more broke? Yeah. All right, hold up, man. What are we talking about? Seriously? Yeah. It got to be somebody out there willing to pay $24 million to hear me and Katie for an hour. If you are out there right now, <laughs> hey, fuck it. We'll have a kid, too. Whatever you need. <laughs> hey, Tom's all right. Hey. Hey, what y'all need us to do? What? And she gets more than Hove? Yeah. I don't even want, like, two lawyers that are that powerful going at each other when we are supposed to be married and in love. Love is dead, Katie. Can we stop with love? It's over. Love's not dead. It's dead. Stop. Love is not dead. Oh, one of these days we're going to come in and talk about it. Love is dead. You, what could you just read me? Love it, is dead. We fighting over how much money we get over the kids. In those relationships. If you got to give the ass back, that ain't love. <laughs> it's really not. That's okay. not. She can't keep the basketball shorts or the titties. Because <laughs> I get mad. Get Yo. my shorts. Yo. Ice T don't let you keep your ass. <laughs> I just want my shorts. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.